So one of the topics that, depending on the rav you'll ask, you'll get a different response, is the question of using deodorant and perfumes and colognes, not just using it, but owning it on Pesach. Is there a concern that the alcohol contains chametz, or is there no concern regarding these products and one could own it just the, and use it the same way they use it during, during the rest of the year? So there are two different components to this question. There's the halacha component, and then there's the practical component. So from a halacha standpoint, there are a few arguments to be made why it should not be a problem. Number one, uh, the alcohol is typically distilled. And if it's distilled several times, one could argue that that's called zeaz chametz. It's not considered actual chametz. So, of course, you wouldn't rely on that on a lechatchila level. But that's another a reason to, to consider that maybe we shouldn't be machmer on this question. Additionally, there are places that hold, this is based on the chazanish and others, that if a product was designated as a non-food use and you changed the product, you made it into a non-food product, let's say a Play-Doh, which we will discuss as Hashem soon, so then even if there's actual chametz in it, there's dough, there's flour, it doesn't make a difference, that would not be a problem of owning on Pesach. And finally, these alcohol products, whether it's deodorant or perfume, are typically denatured, meaning the companies by law have to denature that to put some poison into the alcohol. Otherwise, they have to pay a beverage tax, and they do not want to pay a beverage uh, sin tax by assuming it's regular beverage alcohol. So they denature it to make it poisonous, and therefore, they, they get away, they don't have to pay the tax. So by doing that, halakhali, one could make a very strong argument that that is no longer considered it's no longer considered edible, and even if it was 100% chametz, there will be no problem of owning this on Pesach. Others argue, in, in all three of these uh, halachic points, and, and they say that, especially by the by the uh, denatured product, they say that you could distill it, and you could distill out the denaturement, and you could be left with pure ethyl alcohol, and therefore it's not necessarily considered nifsa me'achila. And there's a, definitely a halachic debate, which one could spend many hours going through the different sources. That's on one side. On the other side of the question would be, practically, is there... Any issue? Is there any concern of chametz? Just one more point before we go on to this, and that is not every uh, product has denatured alcohol. There are some products, for example, high-end perfumes or colognes, where the company specifically does not denature the alcohol. They want it to to remain in its pristine state. And what do they do about tax? They have to pay the tax in advance, and it's called a non a non beverage tax drawback. And they get the tax. They get reimbursed once they've proven that they've used it in a non-beverage product. This is fairly common in the vanilla extract industry, where vanilla the way you make vanilla extract is you soak the vanilla beans in alcohol. They do not want that alcohol to be denatured. They would ruin their product, but so they have to pay tax in advance. And when they prove that they sold it as vanilla beans as or as, as vanilla extract, they get reimbursed that alcohol tax. So in these cases, you don't have the same heterim when it comes to uh, perfume that you have when it comes when you're, when you're discussing a denatured alcohol product, which would be your typical uh, deodorants or lower-end perfume and colognes. Okay, that's the halachic angle where we could discuss this for many hours. The practical part of it would be where is this alcohol coming from? So if it's a United States product or even a Canadian product, Mexican, as long as it's not coming from Europe, one could assume that the alcohol used in the in the uh, cologne, perfume, deodorant is not 
there's no concern that it comes from chametz. It would typically come from corn or even non-kidneyous sources. And therefore, halakhically, one could be megal and assume that these products are not coming from chametz. When, it, when, you, when you're dealing with a perfume from France or any other part of Europe, so now you have one of two issues. Either you have the issue of that it might actually come from chametz because wheat is a standard grain and it's a starch that is used in many products in Europe, so the alcohol could theoretically come from wheat, and it very well could come from wheat. Additionally, you might have a second issue, that your cologne from France is not uh, is not denatured. So therefore, if there's an, if there's one thing to avoid, it would be a a, a a cologne or perfume that comes from Europe, because those products have not been denatured, and they are not, and and there's a a, a strong concern that they're coming from Hametz. Now, with all this information put together, one can still ask their Rav and say, can I rely on the other two uh, considerations? That the product has been distilled and the product is, uh, has been designated as a perfume, as a cologne, and it's not considered uh, food. And the whole thing is only a suffix. We're not sure if, it was, if it's coming from Hametz and not coming from Hametz. So there are various considerations that a Rav would uh, paskin and consider and and and, and uh, educate him on this psak. But from a practical standpoint, from from the from a clear standpoint, it would be that if it's coming from the United States, manufactured in the USA, one does not have to be concerned for the deodorant or perfume. When it's coming from abroad, from uh, Europe, so if it's denatured, so there's a very strong argument to be made that it's fine. But even if it's not denatured, so you lose the heter that it's nifsa me'achila, but there still might be some other considerations to be made, and therefore, as always, when something is based on a psak, one should speak with their rav and find out what they should do.